you're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your sassy source for lifestyle advice, wellness tips, and pop culture dish. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and holistic hustler here to help you get your shit together and laugh through all the chaos of life in your 20s. If you're not doing so already, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach for really funny Instagram stories, adorable memes, and really cute selfies. So get ready to get awkward, because I know I'm about to. Today's guest is a repeat guest, and he's here to help heal some old wounds. We're talking about rejection, how to do it, how to recover from it, and how to move forward without being an asshole. So please welcome Mr. Arch J. Wilson. Hey, what's up? Thank you for having me. I am back under um, interesting circumstances. Very interesting circumstances. Can't wait to unpack this. I know. So, Archie... To preface, I have talked about you on the show before. Oh, in what way? Um, in a way, so nobody knows that it was you that I was talking about. What'd you say? Um, I, I talked about the night we went to the Chelsea Handler show. Such a fun night. Such a fun night. You Such did. a night. It ended so much worse than it started. Um, <laughs> what? You think? After after we left, yeah. And okay. then, yeah. Okay. So we'll, but we'll talk about that. So basically Archie came on so Archie and I met at After Buzz. Yeah. We were we were put together on a panel that he ended up quitting. Um and so I ended up inviting him to on No Filter, which he did. <laughs> we did some pop culture breakdown. And after that we went to dinner. Yeah. We went to di- we had drinks on the show. We went to dinner. We had some wine. Um and then after that we did yoga that weekend and then yeah. we ended up going to dinner again. Yeah. Right? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You for took your birthday. me out for my birthday. You invited me to your birthday. I didn't show up, but I texted you and said, we'll go to dinner to make up for it. Yeah. We went to dinner for your birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, I ended up inviting you to the Chelsea Handler Show. Yeah. So the Chelsea Handler Show is something that I go to with my friend Deborah all the time. Every time she goes on tour, we buy the books, we go to the show together. It's been our thing for like the past 10 years. So Deborah couldn't make it at the last minute. I invited my friend Sabrina. Sabrina couldn't make it at the last minute. So I was like, well, I'm, Archie's always a good time. Archie will be a fun, that was a fun the last night. resort. I mean. <laughs> no, you have priorities. I understand. Yeah, I have priorities. I paid for the tickets. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. I want to take my friends. Yeah. And then I was like, Archie, I'll have a good night with Archie. And it was like last minute. Like I texted you like yeah. 24, 48 hours before the show even came. Um, and so a, a little background though as well is my brother's graduation was the same night. And so I was originally going to go to the graduation and not go to the show at all. And then my mom's like, no, like go with Deborah. Like it's fine. Like the graduation's late at night. We're not going to do anything afterwards. And I was having a party for him at my place later that weekend. Mm -hmm. So we were going to celebrate later on, but then I didn't end up actually going to the ceremony. So I was kicking myself in the butt a bit for not going to the ceremony and instead going to the show. But I'd already texted you and I was like, all right, well, we're already going. I don't want to be an asshole. So... That's a little bit about our history, but I want to talk about what happened at the Chelsea show. Tell me. Because you, so we got there early. Yeah. We grabbed some drinks. Yeah. We sat down in our seats and we were just chatting and we normally have a really good banter, um, but you told me that your friend thought that I had a crush on you. Yes. This is what I said. Yes. Okay, do you want to tell me your side of, of what you remember happening that night? Um, well, I will say is that, yeah, that happened. We, you know, got the drink set down, and then, you know, we were just shooting shooting the shit as normal. Where did that question come from? Like, where did that come from at all? 
Because you and it, you started this. Right, exactly. Because, you know, I'm I'm super inquisitive and I always want to know, you know, what my friends are doing and what's okay. the new update. And I think we were asking and, and speaking on dating. And I was like, so what's going on? You know, as a normal friend would be, especially right. if you have a single friend who bops around town and <laughs> they're always, you know, so you're, you're asking me questions about, you know, like, like, you know, dating and like, you know, why do you think I'm single sometimes? So I'm just, I'm like, so what's up? Yeah. And you give me the normal answer, nothing. Um, maybe a little here and there, ding dong at night. Okay. And I was just like, so there was something that was brought to my attention. And mm-hmm. one of our, uh, one of my friends, a fellow after buzzer was just like, I think your friend may have a crush on you. Mm-hmm. And I am not the one to hold back. And I want to know because I like to address things. So I yeah. asked and you turned pink and you were a bit hesitant. Uh, and then you, I don't remember, honestly, I know you said yes, um, eventually in a very weird way. And um, you asked me if I was dating and following that you asked me if I felt the same way after what you just said. And I said, I, I you said- You didn't answer I, a question. Huh? You didn't answer the question. I didn't. You did not. Well, what happened was, okay, so what happened was you asked me if this was a date. And then I, before I answered that, I said, well, do you want this to be a date? And then before you got to answer that, I cut you off and said, oh, well, no, because five minutes ago, you just told me that you were seeing somebody, so this can't be a date. And then you said, well, just because I'm seeing somebody doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not single and I'm not free to go out on dates. Yeah. So that was the most, that was the most of the answer I ever got from you that night. Which is a fact. Yes. Yes. But then when you asked me the question, I think further, what I had said, because all I recall really is that I like us where we are. Like, I think we have. You did not say that. Yes, I did. You did not say that. I did too. It wasn't those exact words. You implied it. What I said. You, what you said was in order for something to be a date, it has to be pre-established as a date. And I said, you know what? You're right. That's fair. Yeah. But that's as far as you went with answering the question. Because that's why I text you the next morning asking you for clarity. No, I mean, I can bring out the text. No, I literally said that I like us where we are as friends. Right. Point blank in the period. Right. Yeah. I don't remember. Okay. Whether you said that or not at the Chelsea show, I do not remember you saying that. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember that's the only reason I text you the next morning saying, hey, that's why I want clarity on things on like what the temperature is. I just remember you doing quality control the next morning. Um, as if like, I don't want things to be like weird or awkward, um, because of what you said in my reply to it as, you know, I wasn't so gung ho about, yeah, let's just start getting engaged. Like it wasn't that. Right. So, um, yeah. And I'm never, what? Did you also remember that you told me that your friend from after buzz was never real and that never came up? Oh, oh, yeah. That was me. You told me that you lied. Yes. That was me doing quality control because it's an actual thing. Your friend from Afterbus did actually say that. Yeah. Who is this fucking friend? <laughs> and how does this friend even know? Like, I don't talk to anybody at Afterbus. Yeah. Everybody thinks I'm a fucking twat there. Yeah, well, that's a personal problem. But, uh, yeah, that's just what was, you know, said to me. But I don't understand where that even came from. Because okay, because I would I, always be there before you. You would come, right. you know, come in, sashay pass, or give me a hug, whatever that is. Um, and then like, you know, I'm I'm transparent with my friends. I'm like, yeah, I'm going out with Zach today, or was on yeah. his podcast. You know, yeah. got dinner, whatever, whatever. Um, yeah. So I mean, I guess someone can 
make assumptions. And I, my, I will say that my friend is really good at reading body language as well, mm-hmm. um, which has really made him succeed in his own right. And I didn't even realize we had that many interactions at After Buzz. He's also a matchmaker. Okay. Like literally licensed and does it for a living. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I just, I feel like we haven't had enough interactions for somebody else to witness that. Mm. Anyway, so you say this happened the night of, you said that it did not happen. So, so when you, so I felt embarrassed okay. because I felt like you, you tricked me into admitting that mm. I was catching feels. Okay. And then I felt vulnerable because one, I felt stupid for missing my brother's graduation. I felt bad because my friend Deborah wasn't there. And then I was now feeling vulnerable that I put my feelings out on the table and there was no reciprocation. Yeah. And then I felt rejected because there was no reciprocation. And then the next morning I got that clarity. Yeah. So there was that entire range of emotions. And so I just want to know how we even got to that night. I will say that I have not seen you since that night. Yeah. We yeah. have not seen each other since no, that night. No, And and the only interaction we had via text was the next morning, other right. than me inviting you back on the show. Exactly. Which, I mean, yeah. I mean, we don't, we honestly, like, we honestly don't, like, hang out that often either right i just feel like we have like this really good chemistry as friends when we, we do, do have time we do to have meet up. yeah when we do have time to meet up and you know you do a lot of things i do a lot of things it's in a city full of things going on right so there is not a lot of interaction but so i don't feel like it's weird that we like haven't seen each other since then right because that was only what a month ago which i did it read. was last month it was like Le- yeah been less than a month ago less than a month like ago three right. exactly so um yeah so was there ever, so there was never anything on the table. I was totally reading the situation wrong. I don't want you. Okay. No. Never from the beginning. No. Okay. So how did we, what, at what point did you suspect that I may have had feelings? Um, I think when I got the invite that night. So to Chelsea? Like, yeah. So I was like, maybe I should ask the question here. Yeah. Um, so it, it was either that or you had mentioned something. So that had gave me information of w- in which way are you speaking about me? Dinner at dinner at taste. taste. And you had wanted, you wanted me to go to the party afterwards. Yeah. And then you had mentioned something about how your friend wasn't too keen on that. Yeah. And that also was like probably the first red flag because it's just like, what do you mean? What do you mean you're not, your friend doesn't want to really see me there if we just have like a really cool friendship. So that must mean you're telling this person, her, something that I don't know about that like I'm not receiving you the way that you would want me to. Correct. And so to clarify, what I told Archie was that my friend said that Archie was um, very flirty and look, and seemed to play games. Oh, interesting. Yes, and that's exactly what she said. And I kind of believed it, and I kind of still believe it, okay. because I kind of feel like there, I mean, at all of our interactions, there was definitely an inclination, maybe, maybe not, I don't know. Based off of, on, from my end, I felt like there was a, I don't know. I just felt like it kind of crossed just a friendly vibe and it kind of maybe felt a little more than platonic. So I, I mean, and that could have totally just been, just been me, but like our conversations, our chemistry, like everything just felt very Mm -hmm. comfortable that it felt like it could have very easily have progressed that like 
for me, if I were in a situation like that, if the roles were reversed and I maybe suspected that somebody maybe sort of kind of catching feels like I would want to catch that a little earlier and be and, and try to get the temperature right. early on. Because like yeah. for me, I don't even go out with somebody four times without even like before a first date is even established or before I even go out with somebody like I like to make it clear like where are things like what is are we just friends are we not because I'm not the type of person that really just makes friends I didn't feel like we needed to do that because I felt like we were just friends yeah you see okay. what I'm saying and plus but it, when you started to, to to think that maybe I had caught feelings yeah why wasn't that immediately up front like why did you then still go with me to the Chelsea show especially if you felt like that may have been a date well, because, you know, I love and adore you as a person. Okay. And then also, we don't really pick up the phone. We're not like those, like, right, guess right, what right. happened to my day? Is not that kind of situation. So we generally have text conversations. And right. anyone who knows me knows that I am a horrible texter, and I would prefer to talk to you in person or on the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was just the next time I had seen you since Taste, actually, okay. was at the Chelsea event. But you accepted the invite without getting that proper clarification. What clarification did I did need? You think that, did you think that... 10 minutes before the show was supposed to start, did you think that that was the appropriate time to have that conversation? Yeah, it's always an appropriate time. If I feel like it's necessary and I'm not hurting anyone's feelings. Okay. Why not? And if it's just now crossing my mind, you know, maybe some people would have maybe caught on to that a little bit earlier. But after, you know, I caught the vibe from taste and then maybe being here at this, um, Chelsea event after my friend has kind of maybe put that bug in my ear. So now I'm like, yeah, wait, what is going on? So that's when I, yeah. Okay. I think that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. And then I'm a person who I, I don't operate in a very, like, I'm good. You know, you, yeah. you, you text me or even after the event, I was good, you know, like, yeah. because I didn't have anything. Yeah. I didn't have any feelings. Yeah. You know, so I was just like, all right, cool. It's a no. Like, you know, and I, I, I don't want to, I never want to intentionally hurt someone, yeah. you know, just because this ain't my type. I, I'm, you know, I'm just not gonna, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, I, I think the night ended for you a lot better than it did for me. Mm-hmm. I think I... I ended up getting another drink afterwards, which originally we got a double, and I was that was all I was expecting for the night. So you were feeling very, very I w- strong. Well, I wasn't feeling the rejection very strong. I think there was just such a culmination of emotions that I was going through with not having my friend Deborah, with not even being able to say goodbye to her, with it being my brother's graduation and feeling like an idiot that I ended up going out with, you know, somebody that I have not even known for a year, you know, like I just, I was beating myself up about that. And then I was just, and then I couldn't enjoy the show because of our conversation. And all I was thinking was like, I just want to leave. I was like, I don't want to be at this show right now because I feel really dumb and I feel like I felt for this this trick to admit that I had feelings and it's like why even bring that up if like you know we have to sit through an entire show I understand you didn't realize the you know yeah I wasn't on the receiving end of that so I didn't you know my bad sorry for not taking in you know account to your emotions but also I didn't know how badly you wanted it you know like or you know not to make me sound like you know yeah like you're chasing after me but it's just like I didn't know it was really going to affect you in that I way. I don't think it affected, like, I think it was the straw that broke the camel's back. And I talked about this on a prior episode of like, I have literally not had shed a single tear or had a single emotion in like 10 months. You cried. Yeah. You cried. This was the, but it wasn't about 
that. It was about like that was everything literally built up. everything had built up. But you cried. I did. Oh wow. I did. I did At in the Uber point? ride home. Wow. In the Uber ride home. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. I mean, and that's not, to, I'm not blaming you for that. Like, it was literally, like, if anything, you were, like, the laxative that uncorked the emotional constipation that I was experiencing at that time. I'm glad which, I could do that for you, then. <laughs> thank you. Thank <laughs> you for being laxative. my Starbucks. Yeah. Ah. Um, yeah, Starbucks is not good coffee. I always <laughs> say, people, the only time anybody should drink Starbucks is when they need a laxative. So I want to talk about healthy ways to reject people or healthy ways to receive rejection. Well, you mentioned something. And um, so do you feel like I did it in the right way or do you think I was just a huge jackhole I think No, it? I don't think you were an asshole about it. But I do think that, I mean, I think you were a little bit, I think you were a little insensitive, mm. which can be portrayed as an asshole in some yeah, instances. Yeah. Um, I felt like it wasn't very respectful. Because like when you asked that question, especially because you had already had the gut feeling, you had already heard from your friend that this may be the case. Yeah. So once that question is asked, like you have to be ready to receive a yes or receive a no from the person that you think has feelings. And if you already suspect that they may have feelings, you have to realize that you're walking into a rejection and you then are going to shut somebody else's feelings down. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it could have been done a little more respectfully. I don't think that was the time or place because we were drinking. We were at a show like it was right before the show was supposed to start. So we couldn't have like a real conversation about it. So I just felt like it was insensitive. Mm -hmm. You're entitled to those feelings. Yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily agree okay how are you feeling about it then i feel like i feel mm -hmm. as if um i was not being insensitive because also i per i i perceive people's emotions um which is inconsiderate on my part as if everyone operates the way that i do mm -hmm. if that would have been me and i would have got a no because it has happened to me before right. which i you know i feel i feel for you is i i I pick up and I move on mm -hmm. because you know why there has not been any, anything established. We have not, you know, there hasn't been that mutual feeling connection. Right. There's been like no strings attached. There's no kiss. There's no, none of that. So why, why, you know, why, why I <laughs> just, there's, there's, because I would understand if, um, if I was, you know, maybe dating for somebody for two months yeah. and then all of a sudden they were just like, this ain't working out for me yeah. because I've invested myself in my time in that. Right, right, right. There's nothing, there was nothing invested in that realm of our relationship. Um, I mean, I think there was quite a bit invested. There was we a, went out a few times. But I, friends do that. Friends do do that. Yeah. But friends don't allow friends that they think have a crush on them pay for everything. That was another thing that kind of... You did, but... but I, bought, I bought every one of our dinners that we went to, and yeah, I paid yeah. for the Chelsea shows, and there was never an offer. True. No, I have offered before, but also, not offer. you there took me not, out for my... I don't my, remember an well, offer. Well, let's clarify this up. You took me out for my birthday. Correct. You said you were going to do that. Correct. All right, cool, whatever. My friends do that. My other friends did it who couldn't yeah. make it. And then I'm also... I have tons of friends around yeah. the world. I just got back from three cities, right? I take care of my friends. Yeah. That's just what I do. And, so and, and sometimes I just want to clarify. Yeah. And I just want to clarify, I didn't pay with the intention of thinking that those were dates. I right. didn't think any anything prior to Chelsea was a date at all. Mm -hmm. So Chelsea, that's what you thought was a date. I did not think it was a date, but I wasn't sure going into it. I was like, well, technically, is would this be considered a date? Like, it wasn't established as a date, but like, would it technically be construed that way? 
And I think the part of the of how it was all done that kind of irked me was that it wasn't like a blatant from you, do you have a crush on me? It was my friend thinks you have a crush. Like it felt like you yeah. used your friend as a gateway to go around asking the question that you were wanting to know. Sure. And so I just, I felt like that was, that was a bit asshole-y because there was a trickery there. No, there was no trickery. Um, you all. didn't blatantly ask the question, though. I didn't and you wanted ask to the know question, the answer. But it was no trickery because, I mean, that was a thing. That, right. that was a thought. And but then you, I didn't think about it until it was brought to me. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm yeah. just like, Zach Peter, that's my homeboy. Yeah. He's the dude with, you know, the basic white girl thing. Like, that's his aesthetic. <laughs> Cute. Love it. See yeah. you when I see you. Yeah. Period. Okay. Yeah. So what do you think is a healthy way to reject somebody? Um, I I think honesty. I totally understand uh, how you would maybe per- prefer someone say like, hey, do you have a crush on me? But since the outcome is going to be the same, I don't think that that part really matters. I mean, but that's like saying I can walk into a 7-Eleven or I can drive into a 7-Eleven. Like there, you, either way, you end, the result is still the same. You end up in a 7-Eleven, but one way is delicate and one way is crashing through a wall. No, it's not. No, that's not true. <laughs> it's you not, still, the outcome is the same and you still end up in the 7-Eleven. The outcome is the same, but it's just, I'm saying, hey, there, like there's something that's been brought to my attention. Yeah. Like, do you have a crush on me? That's there's just a way my to do friend it, thought. But there's a way to do it delicately and honestly, and there's a way to do it abruptly catching somebody off guard. Because I was I, I was caught off guard with that question, especially because I, I didn't think, I didn't expect that to come up at the show. I think you would have always been caught off guard. No, I think like had, I mean, if we had been out for drinks, if we had been out for dinner or if we had been. So you didn't like the setting. I didn't like the setting. Okay. I thought the setting was inappropriate. I, again, didn't like the fact that you use your friend as a gateway to get in, to get the answer that you wanted. I felt like you could have been more honest in that. And I just, I don't know. I just, it, it was a, a, the, the perfect recipe for a bad storm. You're entitled to that. Yeah. You disagree with me, though. I just, I feel like you know me enough to know. Like, I feel like you're painting me out to be a bad guy. I'm not trying which to. Is, I'm not trying to paint you out to be a bad guy at all. And my intention in inviting you on the show was not to, like, make you out to be an asshole or anything. It was really because I wanted to have a conversation where we clearly see things differently. And I wanted to come together in a way that is healthy. And we can show people that, like, you can reject people or you can be rejected in a way that, you know, is not going to, like, leave somebody you know, beat up or broken or feeling badly about their self-esteem. And I like, I'm not still caught up over it. Like I moved on from yeah. it the next day. Like it was, it was done the I'm next not day. That big of a deal. Yeah. yeah. Once, yeah. Once I texted, I was like, I want clarity. And you're like, look, I think we should, I think we're good as friends. I was like, okay, that's my answer. Now I know that like, that's not an option moving forward. Mm-hmm. So back to the question that I asked earlier, what do you think is a healthy way to reject somebody? Cause you said it doesn't matter. Cause you end up in the same place anyway. Right. But I, I, like I said, you know, Maybe what you were trying to say there is I I definitely think maybe the setting could be a little bit better okay. because, um, I mean, we were just like in the show, but I didn't think about that because we were literally having a conversation. What have you been up to? What's work? And now I've moved. I live down the street from this venue. Yeah. Oh, great. So what are you doing with dating wise? I'm doing this dating wise. What are you doing dating wise while we're on the dating topic? You know what? Somebody like my friend brought like 
do you? Because I didn't think about yeah. it until then. Uh, so that's just natural conversation and, and maybe, you know, of word vomit. But I would probably say just change the setting. And um, I don't know. I, I, I like to think that in everything that I do, um, because I have my own thing going on yeah. when it comes to just like helping people and, you know, volunteering and, and doing things for like bullied LGBT children. It's just like leading with compassion. Yeah. Uh, so that's when I when I felt like you were like painting me out to be the bad guy. I feel like you're saying that I did not lead with compassion. And that could be true, but I we were literally yeah. just having a conversation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't say that you came into it without compassion, but I think that there was a little more compassion you could have had. And again, like, again, you didn't know that it was my brother's graduation. No, you I didn't. didn't know about Deborah before then. So like, you know, those are, those are, you know, other things that I, I don't hold you fault for, but I just, I felt like, I don't know. I think that the setting was wrong. And like, when you ask that question, however you choose to ask it, like you have to just be ready to receive whether the answer is yes or no from that other person. And just, you know, realize that like, there is another person on the other side of this and the magnitude of their feelings, you, you know, we don't know, but like, just realize that like, you have to be prepared for Cause like, what if I said, yeah, let's date. Mm -hmm. And then what the answer would have been what? No, I don't want to date. I think we're just friends. Like well, that's still, uh, a rejection enough to kind of you know hit the ego well that that is what you said yeah so what are you saying i'm saying and then and then when you say that you have to be ready to receive either the yes or no i yeah. think that um uh yes you have to be ready to receive that but i think that it more so means more to the person um, which, I mean, going into the situation, you don't know. Yeah. And because I, you didn't know necessarily how I felt right. until, you know, two, three minutes prior when you had, when I had said, you know, I'm dating someone. Yeah. Um, and then you asked me if I was disappointed. Yeah. See, so that was another, like, these are ways that you were trying to ask the question, but like beating around the right. bush instead of being a little more direct. Mm -hmm. That I would have appreciated just the kind of like the direct, honest conversation that I think is just a, a a type of honesty that I really appreciate. But as someone on my end who, you know, doesn't have those feelings and you don't want to, you know, uh, tarnish your friendship or scar your friend, these are things that, you know, a lot of people would do proceeding with caution yeah. to maybe sort of just kind of, you know, fill out the situation instead of like being, because what, what if you would have said no? Then that, you know, then that would have been a, a little bit awkward, you know? Yeah. Because the answer was a yes is which was which was brought to my attention, which was kind of, um, you know, assumed. Uh, so I hope that makes sense. I don't know. Okay. Well, I think I think we've definitely both kind of shared how we feel is an appropriate way to uh, reject someone what do you think is a healthy way to receive rejection like how long do you sit in it how you know like what is your process after you get a no from somebody whether yeah. I, I think it, the the best way to stick to it is like in the realm of like intimate relationships right. and romantic interests it was, let's just say i've gotten yeah. a lot of rejection yeah i've gotten a lot of no's okay. in my career and like those you can like, go fuck yourself like i like i move on from that in like two seconds but i think when it's personal it takes me a little longer to kind of recover yeah well i mean i don't want to sound like a you know 
Be, be no, a, just be honest. Like a butthole, but like that doesn't happen to me often. You don't get rejected. And it's not because I'm trying, but it's honestly because I don't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't really I'm not like walking up to anybody at a bar. I'm not doing that. Yeah. You know, so I don't I don't really face You're not putting yourself in those situations no, to no. where you would be rejected No, often. no, not at all. That's fair. And um mostly we're, you know, millennials. A lot of things happen on social media on the apps so like you don't really get to experience that mm -hmm. uh, but I would definitely say the healthy ways to process it are um, have a moment to yourself and I think that goes for anything you have yeah. to mentally um, deal with that in healthy matters and you know not involve alcohol yeah um, and take a moment to meditate with self yeah. and you know look at it if you you know if you if you need clarity you know reach out to that person if they're receptive but sometimes you're not always going to get that right so you have to i don't know why this is funny to me but you have to you have to process it as i process a lot of things as this was not meant for me mm -hmm. which means this is not on my journey and this could be i'm a very spiritual person god protecting me from something that i don't need mm -hmm. yeah and i think to piggyback off of that i think it's really important to not take rejection personally mm -hmm. you know like somebody else rejecting you has nothing to do with you or your value or your worth as a person right it was just a matter of the circumstances right you know and like you can't you know because i've definitely you know and i i've talked about it on the show like i've worked on like my daddy issues and rejection from like i was hard rejected from my father hard rejected from my stepfather and like it's just always rejection from men was something that was always very challenging for me to deal with mm. um i mean yeah i just i think you just you can't internalize it you can't sit in it for too long you can't allow right. it to like you know ruin your week or you know even if it ruins your night or like you have a moment where you need to kind of process those those uh emotions and kind of just let it out like you just you can't allow yourself to sulk in it like yeah. just allow yourself to heal allow yourself to feel the emotions i think when you don't feel the emotions is or when you kind of try to suppress them that's when it lingers longer yeah. and that's when you can't move on from it as quickly as you probably should and that's not to say i know who you know what your timing is everybody has their own timing but i think the more you run from it the more it always catches up to you later and then it just prolongs the process so just True. feel the emotions feel and the don't emotions. internalize it yeah don't internal i was gonna say just like don't just run over like a squirrel in yeah. the grass like that's, take that's my that's my coping mechanism don't just run <laughs> over it like i would i say like you know and like i have a podcast too the rtj experience millennial yeah. conversations on all streaming platforms like take a moment like 10 to 15 minutes to yeah. sit in yourself and go through that process because yeah. it's healthy and it's what we're supposed to do as humans and it's going to better us and then that when you can do that that means that you truly understand like your emotions so you yeah. want to have control of that you don't want to um you know push out those you know that maybe that frustration that sadness that anger into other outlets yeah yeah and i think we can't be afraid of rejection either like we can't allow that to stop us from asking the question right or stop us from answering the question and right. putting your heart out there yeah. like you have to be willing to lean into it to get your heart broken to be disappointed to get hurt like whatever the case may be you have to be willing to put yourself out there and feel those ugly emotions because like what happened if we didn't have that conversation and we kept going out and we never approached right. it head on like that would have only made things worse you would have fell in love oh yeah i would have totally fell in love i would have proposed like the next time we went out i mean look at me shut the fuck <laughs> up <laughs> but yeah. yeah yeah i mean I, life 
life. Life. I yeah. mean, you go through it. It's a process. What my question to you is: mm-hmm. What happens now with us? Yeah. I mean, I think we can still be. Fr- I mean, at this point, you've made it past the point where, like, okay, I'm willing to keep you around as a friend. You think so? Which I don't do. Like, I don't keep people around as friends often at all. Like, if we have to work together, once we we're done working, like, I move on with my life. You're proud of that. I'm not proud of that. I'm just saying that's a pattern that I have adapted. Mm-hmm. I'm just not somebody that keeps people around unless like it reaches a certain point where like, you know, you send me home crying in an Uber and then we move past it. Right. I mean, I'm not, and then I'm also, you know, like, let's just be completely honest mm-hmm. with all those things involved. Mm-hmm. I'm also just like a little messy. So I just, I just want to know the, I just want to know the T like spill yeah. that LGBT. Like I want to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to know? I want to know. I want to know. Like I want to know. You know about just like the like why we're here. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Is there anything else you want to close out with about rejection? Um, Going into it, processing it, being afraid of it. It's always going to be around. Yeah. So you have to deal with that. And I like to look at I like to look at rejection the same way I like to look at fear because I think they're actually you know they they parallel in certain instances. It's it's like a, a cloud. You know, you go through it and when you're in the middle of it, when you're in the thick of it, it's ugly and it's dark and you can't see and you don't know which way to go. As long as you just keep moving through it, then like eventually you get out on the other side of it. Very true. And like, I also like think people need to be willing to have more conversations. Like, I'm glad we had a conversation where we got to talk about it and process it and not just like let that be the end of our friendship Mm -hmm. because then we can get on the other side of it. Very true. Yeah. I mean, which... And honest- I think people need to not... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I think people need to not be afraid of, like, being honest with the other person and being like, I rejected you for this reason and, like, letting there be that honesty and, I, and that clarity. I think that's where my fault is. I don't want to go through that process because I'm... I always say I'm never here to break anybody down. Yeah. You know? And even if it's not like, oh, your nose is crooked, you know, it's not. But, like, that's not what... Yeah. Th- like, why we got to go over that? Yeah. You know? Like, I don't feel like you always have to say those things. Yeah. Did it, I do have another, one last question for you. Did it feel, because I did make this accusation, did it feel like, um, did it feel good to know that I did have a crush on you? Like, did that stroke the ego and, you know. Yeah, I'm a man. I'm a man. Like, yes. Like, oh, come on. Like, who doesn't like me? Like, tell me. Yes, I want to know. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's always good because you're just like, okay, good, good, good. I got it. But, like, that's not what I want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Would you, well, I guess the answer is no. I was going to say, would you have kept it going for that reason because it felt good and you had the no. the ego stroke? Cause I, no, because, like, no, yeah. fuck that. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't need that. But, you don't I mean, need that it, was, validation. it was, it was cool to know, like, okay, great. You think I'm attractive. I'm not ugly yet, <laughs> but it, it's that, but I, I don't need to keep this going just yeah. because I can get that from other outlets. And if I'm, if I'm dating, I should be getting that there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or I, I should have I, self-esteem enough to not have to do that at all. Yeah. 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 I think that's the issue with fuck boys is they want, they like the ego stroke and that's why they continue. That's why they'll not text right. you for two months and then text you at 1204 AM Yeah. because like they like that they, that you're still an option. Like I'm a, I'm a logical fuck boy. So <laughs> hence why we're here. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, where can people follow you and go listen to your podcast? You're done. 
Yeah. You're done with me? We're done. It's it, me we out. hit the half hour mark. We're, we're not going to be friends after this, guys. Watch, he's going to block my number. We're not going to go I'm not. But, but we I did, should check in in two months we to did, see if we're still friends. No, no, but we did unfollow on Instagram. You, un- and this is what I said. I said, oh my gosh, believe me you. I said, why have you unfollowed me? You did not ask me that when no, it first happened. No, I did not. Though. I did not because what you was, reached out to me to yes. get on this show because yeah. I wasn't going to address it because who gives a damn? What? No, I wouldn't. What was your train of thought when you saw that? I said, oh, I said no. So he's just, he unfollowed me. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, unfollow. I guess we're done because like we really haven't spoken after you asked yeah. for clarity. And then, you know, a couple of days, maybe a week went by and you reached out to do the podcast. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I would and love this, to. I have nothing against you. But also, why would you unfollow me? Yeah. And then you were just like, what, you're... Well, one, my account really is fucked up right now. And I sent you a screenshot showing that, like... And it's because I hired somebody that ended up putting a bot on my account that ended up, like, really Are fucking up my Are you friends with account. that person still? Um, I haven't talked to that person since I let that person go. Mm. And I don't think he's a bad person. I just think... You have um, a crush on him, too? Yeah. I'm going to marry him this weekend. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I did unfollow you. That was a conscious decision. Oh, you did that on purpose? I did so that on purpose. you lied on I did not lie you to lied. you. I couldn't. No, I showed that I couldn't. At that point, at the time that I had unfollowed you and the time that we had picked up communication again, by the time I texted you, my account was fucked and I couldn't follow, unfollow. Like, I, Instagram kept giving me notifications saying that, like, you've been when blocked from certain activities. When did you unfollow me? The same day you texted me back. After the Chelsea show, the day after the Chelsea show is when oh, I unfollowed and you. And why? I unfollowed you. And I talked about this on the show. I'm very pro unfollow. I, prior to unfollowing you, I had you muted. Mm. And I had you muted because That's I deep. noticed. You know somebody affected you when you mute them. I, muted, I have one well, person muted. No. And she was my good friend of years and she just stopped talking to me. Well, I mute. Why didn't you just unfollow her? Because I still care. Okay, yeah. that's fair. Um, I muted you because after after no filter after yoga because I didn't think we would talk again after no filter after we had dinner that night. What? I honestly did not think I we would talk. To everybody again. though. And I think that's I probably didn't, my fault. I didn't Everybody know that. This was the first time I'd had a real yeah. conversation with yeah. you. Yeah. Um, and so that weekend at yoga after that is when I was like, oh, I, I, I definitely misread the situation where I was like, oh, he actually still showed up and he's really <laughs> fucking bad at yoga. So the yeah. fact that he still showed up, like that to me said something. I didn't know what it said, but that was the moment where I was like, oh, maybe I do want to invest in this. Maybe I do want to put a little mm. more time in this and see if this is if there's something wow. here. This is crazy. This is like, I know we got to go, but this is like, ah. Uh, moments yeah i literally went because first of all i went out that night and i think i was like a little like ooh champagne but then i was just like always have been just because of my parents have raised yeah me, always have been a man of my word Keep if i say word, i'm going yeah. to do something i'm going to do it but then yeah. i also and i respect that really like yoga yeah. like i know i'm not flexible and i'm trying to be better so it's just like <laughs> let me go it sounds chic is that a rooftop why not he was cool let's have fun and you were just like oh my god he's into me I wasn't sure, but that was my moment where I was like, oh, is this more than wow. just hanging out and being friends? That was that, that was my first moment. That was when I first got the inkling that maybe this could be more. Um, and then, fuck, now I lost my train. Oh, we were talking about unfollowing. So I'm very pro unfollow because, or the reason I had muted you, and it was around that time. I had muted you because at that point I was like, 
I don't want to be like, I don't want him constantly popping up in my feed to where I turn this into something bigger than it actually is, or actually like start to like have a real crush on this person. Like I want to later on at some point when it's appropriate, have a conversation, see where it's at. And then when I know whether to put you in the romantic interest or whether to put you in the friend category, once I have that answer, then I can decide whether or not to, to unmute you. Right. Cause then I'm like, Oh, that's just Archie, you know, like that, like that's Teague or that's Sarah or whoever, you know, that's, you know, just somebody that pops up on my feed without being somebody that I find attractive or I'm interested in. Yeah. So that's why I muted you well, so I'm that never gonna you weren't at the looks. top of mine. Never going to lose these looks. <laughs> Trust me, it's done. <laughs> Trust me, we done. Um, so I muted you so that you didn't constantly pop up in my feed to where I would, you know, overanalyze things or, or look into things too much. That was number one. And then the unfollow was because at that point I was like, I don't, I don't think there is a friendship here moving forward because like now that I've established that this, that there really is nothing to, um, nowhere to go romantically i don't know if i really want to be platonic because the way i read this is this guy again tricked me into admitting my feelings and probably did that because it was his way of receiving some type of validation or ego and this is through my own history with other guys that i've dated and sure. with you know the daddy issues that i've incurred over the years so that was my analysis of the situation. I was like, I don't want another fuckboy in my life. I don't want somebody that wants to be my friend, but like is going to play with me and toy with me and like, you know, no. disrespects my feelings. No, never me. Never my intentions. Not what I'm trying to do. I, like I said, I'm going to say it one more time. I literally thought you were a friend. Yeah. And then you are, I'm just, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very alpha protective male. Like you are, you're, you're frail. So we can say that. And I just feel like you're just like one of my friends. Like if you need anything, like I got you when yeah. it comes to just like, you know, anything like, you know, like that's just, that was just what it was. And there was yeah. nothing else. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. What did you unfollow me right after finding out? Well, how did you find out that I unfollowed you? Oh, I have social, I have, you know, I'm, I'm a Tracker. social media manager. Yeah. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. And you unfollowed me right after finding out? Uh, yeah, yeah, because I saw it. I was just like, I was like, oh, that's unfortunate. But like, yeah. since you, you know, we had this situation, um, I addressed how I felt. You said, okay, you unfollowed me. I was just like, well, um, I guess we're not friends. And I literally don't follow anyone unless we know each other. Yeah. We're friends or you're a celebrity or like a, you know, a news page that I need to follow or a cousin yeah. or an auntie. So I was just yeah. like, all right, cool. And I will say, like, I stand by unfollowing or blocking or muting people. I think like if that's what's going to, like if you need to keep it out of sight, out of mind, if it's an ex, if it's a friend, if it's somebody that you have cut off communication with and you don't want them constantly in your feed or you don't want to have that line of, of communication or access because you know it's just somebody that you want to remove from your life, then I think that's totally healthy and, and respectful. Yeah. And that's me. Yeah. Where can people go and listen to your podcast, Archie Che? Uh, <laughs> you can listen to my podcast on Spotify and Apple and Stitcher and all that fun stuff. I don't know, SoundCloud. It's everywhere. Just check social media platforms, the Archie J Experience, Millennial Conversations. Follow me at Archie J Speaks. Love it. 
Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Thank you, Archie. Everybody needs to go and listen to the Archie J Experience podcast. It's everywhere podcasts are available. And don't forget to subscribe and listen to Hashtag No Filter every Monday and Wednesday on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, all of the places. And be sure to check out this week's episode of Hashtag Adulting, Life Hacks to Get Your Shit Together. I have the Skinny Confidentials, Lauren Everts and Michael Bostic on the show. And it's really fucking lit. They teach you how to build a media empire using social media. Lauren was a blogger who's now killing it in the game with all of the the businesses and brands she's been able to build since then. Michael built Dear Media, which is a podcast network, which I will probably end up on at some point. We'll see, but be sure to check out our conversation on Hashtag Adulting and Life Hacks to Get Your Shit Together. It's out now, and don't miss the finale, the season three finale of Hashtag Adulting, which is next Tuesday with Dr. Drupinski. Be sure to subscribe to both of my podcasts, Hashtag No Filter and Hashtag Adulting. And until next time, I'm going to go, I'm going to go feel my feelings. Okay, bye. (laughs)